You're listening to Mixed, Tapes, Feelings, and Drinks. Gabe, Allie, and Nick talk with their friends about songs that are dear to them. We dive into these songs to help add more meaning and overall enjoyment to our listening experience. All, of course, while enjoying some delicious mixed drinks. Made by me! What did you make us today, Allie? I made us some classic margaritas. Mm. Classy marg. Uh, Classy margs. Shaken, not blended. Yeah, we're not blending these. That's too much work. Yeah. But it was like three ingredients, you said. Mm-hmm, it was. What'd you put in Do there? Do you want to know what they are? <laughs> no, it's okay. Okay, so- cool. <laughs> Uh, no, it's super easy. It's one and a half ounces for the folks out there that want to replicate this drink while you listen to the podcast, mm. which I'm sure everyone does. Everybody's <laughs> doing that. On your way to work? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> one and a half ounces of tequila, one ounce of Cointreau. I did look up how to say that word today. Cointreau. Hmm. That's not how you say it. That's Cointreau. 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 And I think three quarters ounce of lime. Honestly, I don't measure the lime juice. I just squeeze two halves in there. Judge call by it good. Heart. Yep. And then you shake it up and you put it in a glass filled with ice. And? And if you want to, you can salt the rim prior. Today I use some chili lime seasoning instead of the salt. And if I do say so myself, it really elevates the experience to That's a really new level. Good. It's true, it's true. I don't think I can ever go back to like a regular salted rim because the chili lime seasoning is just <laughs> so good. Yeah, there's yeah. little chewy bits in it too. I don't know what they are, but it's all chewy. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm going to share a song with you guys today. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it is a James Blake song from his newest album and that released in 2021. Ooh. Album's called Friends That Break Your Heart. And the song is called Say What You Will. I also approve this song, but I would have chosen a different one. Which one would you have chosen? I was trying to decide between I'm so, I don't remember. I'm so blessed your mind? Oh, yeah. I'm so blessed your mind or feet forward. I will say I thought it was my turn. So prepared. <laughs> yeah, what, what am I supposed to do now? Just be like, uh, no, let's not listen to James Blake. <laughs> my dumb pick is up. Listen. I mean, it's a really good song, Gabe, and I'm sorry. Yeah. Are you sorry? <laughs> I don't know. Is Nick sorry? Because he's the one that usurped all of us. Um, You've you slurped our roles. I feel like now we're at this, in this weird, like, contingent point of the podcast. No, no, no. Play your song. Do uh, it. Go, what Nick. If you guys are gonna... Go, Nick. <laughs> Go ahead. We're really excited to hear it. <laughs> I bet I'm going to love this song. Oh, no. Here's the thing, though. This song is amazing. It's really oh, is it? Good. You know, yeah. how about we stop talking about it and you just play it? Because um, you want to play I'm just it so bad. I'm thinking about Nick every time I hear this song. <laughs> we saw this song for me. We saw James Blake live last month, and um, my favorite song was the song from his new album, and he played it. And this song uh, brought me to tears. So oh. I don't know if that like... Oh, it better bring all of us to tears oh after boy. all this drama. I think, you, I think you made up that story, actually. 
She's trying to no, save face. That's not true. Uh-huh. Oh, no. All right. So the song is called <laughs> Say What You Will by James Blake. No, oh, it was true. He's crying right now. <laughs> He's already crying. It's a good song. Oh, is this the end of the song? Oh, my God. Life been normal. I've been ostracized. I've watched through a window. As my young self died, I've been popular with all the popular guys. I gave them punchlines, they gave me warning signs. I look okay in the magic cow, in the right light, with the right amount of power, and I'm okay. With the life of the sunflower And I'm okay With the life of a meteor shower So say me What you will Go on Say what you will You're gonna do it anyway album in general oh we, yeah I mean, this i posted about this album the like yesterday on my instagram just like just listen to the whole thing beginning to end in one sitting every single song is like wow okay mind-blowingly good i think james blake is maybe one of the greatest artists ever of our generation okay honestly truly everything he does is like magical this album reminds me of a um, David Bowie album, or like a oh. David Bowie like kind of turn, I guess. Yeah. Do you have one in mind, like a David Bowie album? Um. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this song to me, like I feel like when albums first come out, there's always like those one or two songs that you kind of go back to until you finally listen to the whole thing. Oh, but mm-hmm. this is like the best part. Let's go. Listen. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> say, say what came out and that part happened i was listening to a song in the background 
and then that part hit and i was like what what is this what is he doing <laughs> and seeing him yeah. live he still kept that same tone and like the same um duration wow of that note well that's when i started crying yeah. <laughs> so i was like is he gonna do it and then he did it I was oh like, yeah oh my gosh. i've i've seen james blake people are probably people have seen me in person recently are probably like okay <laughs> shut up about it um, but I've seen James Blake twice live, and both times it was like one of the g- best shows that I've ever seen live, mm. because he's just—he's just so talented. I can't put it into words. He's just really, really, really talented. Like his voice, honestly, is even better live. It holds like it's not one of those things that's like, oh, maybe it sounds better recorded, but it's just so good. Yeah. I can't can't quite articulate it properly but just like if you get the chance to see him live go do it also just listen to this album probably listen to everything he's done because it's all very good wow glowing <sighs> review from allison yeah yeah but it's... another uh oh sorry god no <clears throat> another glowing thing we have with us today is ebenezer doll Hello, Eben. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> good. <laughs> what do you think of that song? I really liked it. it Remind me a lot of um, "Fear of Andrew Bird." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very Andrew Bird feel. Yeah, we just had a guest mm-hmm. on that talked about Andrew Bird, and yeah. I think that might have been my first Andrew Bird song I listened to. Actually, really? I don't yeah. think so. I think if you heard, if you heard the bird, you'd know. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see the Muppets? <laughs> yeah. That whistle song. Which whistle song? You the know one? when the little, he's a Muppet of a man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That whistle song he does. Yeah. That's Andrew Bird. What? That's a hundred percent Andrew what, Bird. What Muppet movie? Were, is it like the new Muppet? Yeah, it's a new one. I don't think I've seen it. Seagull. Yeah. Hmm. The guy from How I Met Your Mother. I thought it was. Uh, I thought Brett. Brett did all the music for that. He did, but the whistle. Brett. Okay. Correct I be- me. I might be wrong. Oh, okay. But I understand that whistling song is Andrew Bird. Ah, mm. I will not correct you because mm-hmm. uh, I'm pretty sure you know. But I'm just gonna look it up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> it surprised me when I looked it up. I was like, "What? Oh, that's oh, cool." Okay. I'm just gonna Google mm-hmm. Muppets whistle yeah. song. Like I totally believe you, but like if I were to, just, I also like, don't know what song you're talking in. about. Oh, it is Andrew Bird. Yeah. Nice. The whistling uh, Caruso. It's unbelievably. Caruso? Amazing whistling. Is that your first song? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Now, I think before we get into Eben's first song, we need to get to know him a little bit better because I feel like Eben, you and I haven't hung out that much. We've only hung out like a handful of times. I think the last time I saw you was at Jared and Chanel's wedding, which was what, 2018? Probably ago, I know, like twenty nineteen. <laughs> pre pre corona. Yes. Yeah. Pre, we were all different yeah, people. Exactly. I don't think we did even left the country yet. Like Yeah. Yeah. Maybe just like right before. I think possibly. so. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. It was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But we were in the same hall, but Yeah. But right. it's been a while. It's been a while. Crazy how how fast time flies. I know. <laughs> Sorry, Nick is getting a little choked up. A little choked up. Um. <laughs> trying, to, trying to get oh, Nick yeah. to cry. Spot on James Blake impression. I thought so. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, so, Evan, where, where are you from? Where were you born? So I was born in Tacoma, 
Oh. So if you guys know that old Midland Hall, or what's now Swan Creek Park, that's the hall I grew up in. Oh, okay. But it's like Parkland area, maybe mm-hmm. 10 minutes from yeah. Pacific Lutheran University there. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Um, I lived in that area till I was like 15. I oh, walk, wow. I walked to my elementary school, to my middle school, to my high school. Whoa. Um, but oddly, like 15, I moved out to Yelm with my aunt. Oh, okay. And so I finished up my high school there until I was about 19. Okay. That's when I went to, came back to Tacoma, did some schooling, and since I've been, I shouldn't say I've been in Tacoma. I was in Tacoma until I met my wife, and then once we married, I went back out to Enumclaw. Okay. So yeah. Rachel's from here? Rachel's from Enumclaw. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where'd you meet yeah. Rachel, your wife? I met her through friends so oh. i was pioneering at the time and Very all my cool. pioneer partners had girlfriends and they were friends of the girlfriends <laughs> okay. so if you want to get married just pioneer <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know about in today's world <laughs> I don't know. might be a little more difficult i don't know actually yeah. maybe it might be easier people are getting married like that i feel no, like yeah. in this uh covid times like i'm lonely yeah i'm gonna get married yeah, yeah don't know how much time we have left <laughs> <laughs> i mean that could be a good thing though they're probably like out in service like your username looks cute what are yeah. you about <laughs> <laughs> at cute <laughs> pioneer right yeah. <laughs> you know how there was a lot of people that were like meeting each other on facebook yeah like 10 years ago now it's gonna be like where'd you guys meet on a zoom call yeah <laughs> zoom call and service during yeah. the great covid19 yeah pandemic just waiting to be put in the same breakout room <laughs> we wrote letters it was so romantic <laughs> i am very curious because back in the day when we went to like in-person conventions we'd be at the tacoma dome it was like all about doing the rounds right the meat market mm-hmm. the meat market yeah mm-hmm. for those. the love donut <laughs> <laughs> didn't know of it like that uh, i guess at the assembly hall too like if you went outside that's kind of like Mm-hmm. What you yeah. did to Love Donut, mm-hmm. meat Traversing market. the gardens. That's where Adam met his wife, right? <laughs> Who? Adam? <laughs> you know Adam. Oh, yeah, I think I know about him. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I don't think I've ever heard a story where someone said they met their significant other from the meat market, Love Donut slash... Um, I met Ashley. No, I've just heard of she people wasn't like, like making out with did people. Did you meet her there. in the Love Donut? <laughs> no, or the um, meat market? <laughs> <laughs> no, just she was seated like a proper Christian, Christian woman. woman. <laughs> yeah. She wasn't in the she meat market. She was waiting for the session to start. Yeah. She didn't Before have any the music interest. The music hadn't even started yet. We were mature. <laughs> Very cool. That's how you knew. Yeah. She was above yeah, the fish in the sea. That's how I met my wife because we right. <laughs> I didn't know it, but coincidentally, we both said we would not go to the meat ah, market. <laughs> oh, you took a, a pact. And then <laughs> my buddy went up to her and was like, hey, he thinks you're cute. And I was like, don't do that. What? <laughs> oh, man. And she's like, well, I think he's pretty cute, too. Oh. And then I didn't talk to her for the rest of the day. <laughs> that's, that's how it goes. I was so embarrassed. Were oh, you a teenager? Man. 
at the time? I was probably 20, man. Oh, that's was, still, you know. So pretty. Yeah. I was a shy dude. Yeah, I was teenager yeah. adjacent. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. That was, that was me when I was, like, a teenager youngster. Like, I told a girl I liked her, and then we'd go to, like, a congregation gathering, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to talk to her ever. <laughs> I'll text her, but I'm never going to talk to her in person. That's Worked too... out for Allison. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, that's when I gave my confidence, and I was like, hey. Yeah, but we didn't really talk for, like... I don't know, like six months after, until after we met. That's true. I mean, I had something to do with you already having a boyfriend, though. <laughs> <laughs> it was complicated. Yeah, well, a little complicated. You know, but um, it so... obviously didn't work out. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow, boyfriends are just like hurdles. You jump over them. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. There's no ring on her finger. Listen, he tried. I, I'm a husband. He tried, okay. yeah. and then he gave up. And then he came back. So. Came back, I always do. <laughs> so you met Rachel like through friends. That's really cool. Well, so and the con- was a convention. Well, yeah. So we met at a convention. Right. Technically, from a, through a friend. Coincidentally, like a week before, I was in like a super rural hall, and mm. everyone was like, "Don't date. Wait till you're thirty. Go to bed." Ah, uh, yep. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, she said, "Don't ever send your friend." to go ask a girl for her number. She said that's you? This is an elderly sister. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, elderly sister. Okay. So I'm taking this to heart. I'm decided I've started listening to older people. That's good, that's <laughs> good. Um, what happens, my best friend at that time, <laughs> he goes up and says, hey, my buddy thinks you're cute. And I told him, don't do that. Did no. you tell him? Did you tell him, like, I think that girl's cute? I did. I did. Okay. Oh, man, he knew it. It's yeah. kind of on you, though. I mean, we're like 20-year-old boys, right? Yeah, we're yeah, just yeah, yeah. crazy about girls at that time. And, oh, yeah. And he, so he went up, and I was so embarrassed. I couldn't talk to her for the rest of the day. <laughs> wait, wait, okay, so is it a three-day? It was a three-day. I think it was on what? a Sunday I saw her. The, wait, uh, hold on. That's the last day. It was oh, the no, last day, and you the last didn't day. talk to her. I just happened to sit in front of her, and she was like two rows back. And I looked back, and I was like, "Whoa, who's that, babe?" Oh, I was like, "That's wow. Rachel." <laughs> wow. Okay. Did you know of her beforehand? Yeah. I knew of her beforehand. Oh, okay. Yeah. Remember how we were talking about those sisters that would invite people to uh, those high school dramas? I saw her at Minchie's because they were mutual oh, friends. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's nice. a twenty-year-old like... meeting spot. Yeah, Minchie's <laughs> got that cold yogurt. <laughs> Extra. So gummy you were bears. familiar with the pheromones, yeah. and then you just like got a sense. Yeah, and yeah. you were like, "I think I should look behind me." Now, if you ask her the story, she's going to tell you it very differently. But <laughs> okay, she's not here. I knew she was digging me. <laughs> I was digging her. She right. just didn't want to say it yet. <laughs> right. So here's some. I, I have a question though, because what year would this have been? Oh man, I was probably probably 2012. Okay, yeah. so okay. like, did you feel pretty confident? Like, you were like, I'm not gonna talk to her, even though it's the last day of the convention. Well, I mean, were you at pretty that confident point, you were gonna like meet up again. I don't know, not really. I, at that point, I was more <laughs> determined. Like, I was like, you know what? Honestly, I decided like I'm not gonna keep looking for girls because mm. that. Mm-hmm. Like, that doesn't work found, out. Found just, okay, okay. And then it just happened. Like we met each other, and it was nice. You know, we're lucky in that way. But it was just like, honestly, kind of hit me in the face. Like, wow. But, um, but yeah, it just happened that the year I was like, I'm not going to the meat market. That's when I saw a super cute girl, and 
<clears throat> well, now we're married. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It all worked out because you both. Let's. This is why you don't go to the meat market because if you don't go to the meat market, then you find other people that don't want to go there. <laughs> yep. And that's like a green flag. You meet someone at the meat market. Yeah. Red it's a flag. red flag. Yeah. Uh, but it's not really an so option anymore. Your seat so it's like uh, you're going to the all vegan. <laughs> you're going to the are you saying because like everyone in their seats eats salads it's got to be something it's healthier for you, got, you you got the meat market or the love that's donut. the pastures what is the pastures down below those are the ones that are mature enough to actually be in a relationship like they don't want to be because they're taking care of all the old people down below there right you go. Oh, there yeah. you go. they're the sheep dog in the pasture <laughs> they're okay trying, that's they're what trying to is. map out the the section that they're going to be cleaning afterwards exactly yeah. accurately so and they can do it efficiently at, they're looking at the program they're seeing like what they're going to miss and maybe even scheduling like well maybe i can go next week and and make it and make it up then they're yeah. trying to figure out who left this songbook. <laughs> and lost and found. And are they going to be able to find it again? Who is Sister Darlene? I feel like I know that name. Exactly. <laughs> they do the responsible thing and take it to the lost and found. Uh, that makes a good wife. Honestly, I, <laughs> this conversation is making me really miss Tacoma. I know. <laughs> I know. Totally. Uh, even post-pandemic, we're mm-hmm. still not going to have that back. Those super That's where I met Ashley, seats. too. Mopping oh, toilets. Yeah. Like, who thought you would ever miss that? <laughs> yeah. You know what? I was after. burned by the last time I offered to clean the bathrooms because the last time I offered to volunteer for bathroom duty, I got scheduled during the the like infamous great tribulation oh symposium and i groundbreaking i missed (laughs) earth shattering no okay everyone talks about it right everyone talks about how mind-blowing it was when they were like they were like this is a great tribulation and i missed that part inception so like i saw scrubbing toilets (laughs) so like i like the video the videos i heard the beginning And then I came back like after it was revealed that they were in the Great Tribulation. And like I sit down and Nick is like, oh my God, this is crazy. And I was like, what? And he was like, you don't know? Oh, we were married. <laughs> and I was by like, then? what? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, or. I don't think we were married at, actually. Well, we were sitting together because you told me about Yikes. it. <laughs> oh, I think we were dating. Yeah, yeah. We were probably engaged. Anyway. Sitting together um, with whom? <laughs> Do you it? hold hands? That means you were engaged. No. I think, no, I think we were engaged. Because we it, got engaged in March, and then we got married in September. Was it at the international convention that that happened? No. Was it before that or after? It was after. Okay, then, yeah, we were married. Anyway, <laughs> so I sit down, and you're like, this is crazy, right? And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, they're in the Great Tribulation. I was like, what? How do you know? Because <laughs> like, they said it, and I missed, the, I missed it. Yeah. I was just like... I felt really bummed. And so mm. I never had that feeling that everyone else did when they were watching that. Jehovah appreciates it, though. That's a treasure stored in heaven. I remember that moment. <laughs> everyone remembers that moment. I was like, <laughs> whoa. And then my wife's like, ah! Yeah. You know, it's probably a good thing because I probably would have started crying. And I hate crying at convention. I'm pretty sure you cried at that convention. Find it, no, I did. But <laughs> I don't want to cry twice at convention. Um because I find it embarrassing to cry in front of people, but that's not what we're talking about today. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. But now, uh, but yeah, that's a good, I do miss that. I, did, I miss the assemblies. I miss the yeah. conventions. The T-Dome had a hu- like a buzz to it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. You walk in and you're just like, 
All the people oh. moving around. Everyone's screaming. It's like They're a, excited. Like a spiritual concert. <laughs> yeah, the spiritual monster. That means jam. Your, first, guitar. your first song better so be a Kingdom Melody now, since we're talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> or an original song. Yeah, we're really uh, setting this up. No, it was a. Oh, man. Uh, what do I miss the most about those things? Not the seats, that's for sure. Yeah. It's definitely just like. I miss the, the people. Programs. Yeah. The man, you'd see people from like. You're like, I haven't seen you in. 25 years yeah. i was yeah. three years old when i met you just That's like true. the the amount of people that were there it's like mm-hmm. yeah was, was always like very inspiring to me mm-hmm. yeah. like wow these are like this is honestly not even that big of an area like it's kind of a big area but it's not yeah mm-hmm. that's being represented here and it's right. like so many people mm-hmm. my favorite thing was seeing who was still around and who was that sounds bad but you're like you're the last guy i thought would be around here but that guy frank he's gone and you're just like <laughs> like the he's last the person you thought would be around and then like they're in attending you're like good job good for you yeah. or he's on the stage and yeah. you're like oh man what happened that would always be a great treat yeah. when someone you knew like came out for like an uh, an example or something like that and you're just oh, and I you. that like, guy was cool <laughs> way back in the day if they were like in a drama oh my god yeah. that was my that was my absolute i wanted to be in a drama so bad oh yeah yeah and then we started doing video dramas and i was like well my dreams are crushed <laughs> well, forever that's, a, that's an ultimate goal though do like, you remember as a kid they had one on like Esau and he like walked around with a bow around the whole Tacoma Dome. No, no. And my dream what? was to be Esau like and he walk was around the seriously at convention? and walk around the dome <laughs> with the drawn bow. That was my <laughs> dream. Wait, during that, during the uh, during the convention because does... he like left and then he came back and he asked for a stew. Uh, yeah, so he walked around <laughs> the elderly that. section. Why ours yeah. didn't do that, but that's interesting oh, that he. I, that's a good I always wanted to be him. Just going to the elderly, but... like pointing at people. <laughs> <laughs> the dream's gone now. <laughs> yeah. Um, you want to? I mean, honestly, I understand why, but at the same time, I'm like, man, I really wanted to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to be like a Ruth or something or like would have been a hittite woman let's just you know i mean i would take a rahab that is fine i would take one of dinah's friends i don't care just give me a roll sure why not but to bring it back you have a first pick i'm assuming totally okay so So, um it's dan auerbach's going home so the album came out in like 2009 I didn't know about Dan Auerbach until like 2011. Went okay. to a concert with a buddy of mine, Key Arena, watched the Black Keys. Fell in love with him afterwards. Like, you know what they say about the Key Arena? When you pay for a show, it's a great deal because you hear it twice. <laughs> huh? What do you mean? Oh, because like, it sounds real bad? the reverb. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's good. I like that. But uh, I'm not kidding you. That was it. One of my favorite shows. Was this an opener? This guy was an opener for no, the Black No, this is Black Keys. Oh. This is Dan Auerbach and Patrick Kearney playing. Yeah, tell is, us a little bit about Is he in the Black Keys? Yeah, so Dan oh, Auerbach, okay. he's lead guitarist, and then Pat Kearney plays a guitar. Okay. And then they play every other instrument. They just have a backup play. All right. Mm. Okay. Good. So this yeah. is a, a <laughs> set us up for this. What, what year is this? This is 2009 when it came out. Okay. But you got to keep in mind, at this time, I graduated high school. Oh, yeah. Formative. I was at a point where, um, I bless my aunt. She's an amazing woman. 
but I was trying to figure out where I was in regards to like my family used to be super tight but then within like five years like three people died that were really key components within the family Mm. it's my great-grandparents and my grandpa and then our family just wasn't ever so tight as it was before Mm. so like growing up as a kid we would go out to the farm we would literally i mean we'd be fishing together we'd be catching fish all day we would be feeding the cows and and all the animals together and we'd we'd have these big meals together as an adult or as a teenager i lived out there but it was very different because it was for many different reasons Mm. um and then all of a sudden it was very not tight um i don't know how to explain it so we um so this song reminds me of those times as a kid when we would just all be together mm. and we would all be fishing together or we would all, um, you know, I remember one time as a kid, we got down to the farm and, and my great grandpa had built this big trailer and there was like a turkey on it and there was all this food. <laughs> and as kids, we would pull all the food off and we would just sit together and eat and, um, Dang, I want to be this grandpa. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. They were cool great grandparents. So that grandma was actually one of the first witnesses out in your home. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. You know, uh, they're just old, old farmers. So they're just old, old country type people. But um, this song reminds me of of those times as a kid because that only lasted till I was maybe nine years old. Yeah. Yeah. So it just brings up good feelings. sad sounding (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. I like it. It's like a very, um, I don't know, it does give me like a homesteady mm-hmm. kind of feel, though. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I mean, he's an amazing artist. He just, yeah, he's just, I don't know, something about his music just touches me. So what is this, um, when do you put this song on? Um, you choose when I think we thinking about going out to the farm again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On, in all honesty, um, fortunately I'm not very close to those out there anymore, but, um, and that's something I got to work on, but they, uh, there's just something about connecting with your roots again. Yeah. And this song yeah. seems to, to bring that out. Maybe it's the, I don't know, maybe it's the twangy guitar, it's out <laughs> in the country. Uh, it's, you know, the vocals aren't very good, but they're okay. And <laughs> I, I don't know, it just reminds me of, of that place. Ever since I first heard this song, it's always just hit me deep. Yeah. Now you picked a heavy song. I mean, I know, I feel like I know what this song, what this song is to you because there's a lot of Hawaiian songs that when I listen back to, I'm like, I gotta go back. I gotta go home. I, I gotta go home. Like that is my <laughs> home. What am I doing here? Uh-huh. It's it's a uh, and appropriately, this song is called "Going Home." Right. <laughs> right. But yeah, it's really pretty. Yeah, it's weird that you don't really get to pick the songs that like remind you of home or yeah. remind you of family. Yeah. I think over the years, it's more meaning has been added to it. Like Rachel and I have lived overseas, and mm. I'm very close to my in-laws. Like Steve and Beth, they're, this, they're like a mom and dad to me, and um, you couldn't ask for anything more after the things I've been through. But they, um, so so when you're away from someone, even even overseas, you just start to miss home, and yeah, and yeah. this this um, this brings you back. Uh, back to that and it kind of brings you to a sort of center mm-hmm. yeah for sure because mm-hmm. you were uh, um off seas off seas overseas overseas <laughs> for a long time huh yeah yeah how long was it it's only three years but still when you're gone only only <laughs> that's three a years. long time <laughs> i mean we were back and forth but yeah but still i mean I mean, right? We were made to love the family we have, and, right. and when you're away from them, you still miss them. You might stay busy to try to distract yourself, but yeah, but you still definitely miss them. Yeah, for sure. Ooh, that's the most like I was never gone near that long, but like that's the most homesick and like nostalgic I've ever felt is when I was traveling. Yep, and it just hits you so hard. <laughs> yeah, you reach a point where you're like, this is fun, but. I miss my, you know, yeah. I, man, I miss my mom, yeah, I miss my it's sister, I miss my, you know, and mm-hmm. you, yeah. yeah, it takes a deeper meaning. Yeah. <laughs> I lived in Hawaii at one point for nine months, and I visited Washington for a week, just one week in the nine months, but I, my plan was to just keep living in Hawaii. But that one week was like, I'm moving back. <laughs> like, right? I, I saw my family. I saw At my friends. At some point, I'm coming back. Yeah. No, Soon. I, moved, I moved back like I think a month later. Like I yeah. came, like I went back to Washington, like bought my ticket. Like I can't, like, wa- like Hawaii is great. That obviously. was because of me though, right? Totally. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> totally because of you. You told Not me. <laughs> <laughs> You said, you said, did Did I really? I don't know. (laughs) No, I didn't say that. We were dating. 
but yeah. You were dating, but it wasn't serious, right? <laughs> but it wasn't like, <laughs> I'm just like, but no, it's the feeling of like, this is my home. Like I was born in Hawaii, but like. And the woman uh, I love is there. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was like very, it was like a stark contrast of like, oh yeah, I'm just having fun in Hawaii, but I really need to like get things going back in Washington where I can progress, I feel like. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you still feel like Hawaii is home too. Oh, definitely. Like it. Uh, well, at least that's like where my roots. That's where he are. was born, and he grew mm-hmm. up. Yeah. for mm-hmm. a bit there. So. so it's like it's mostly like because when Allie and I visited Hawaii in 2016, like the the second we stepped off the plane and like that like whiff of like Hawaiian air, <laughs> like I was like Allie was there. Obviously, I was telling her like, uh, yeah. This is this is it. Like, he, like this is. I w- I wouldn't say he got he started crying, but he definitely got teary eyed. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. like, this is uh, this is home, kind of. But I don't know. It's a difference because it's like homeland and home. If that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. that's where I, you I know exactly what you mean. You get off a plane, especially from Washington. It's like it's yeah. not very humid here. It's yes. crisp. Yes, it's crisp. Yeah. Crisp is the perfect. And word. then you yeah. fly mm-hmm. into a country that's humid, and yeah. you're like. You get off that stale plane air, and you're like, you're like, oh, you, that humidity, <laughs> that kind of. Oh my gosh, you nailed it. It's the air. Fungal stunk. I don't know. <laughs> but whatever it I is, feel like I feel like in Hawaii like, it's a little bit more floral. <laughs> your brain just like fires off, and you're like, I remember everything about this place. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I have that feeling when I come back home to Washington, though. I was born True. and raised here, so like, yeah. anytime I go somewhere else, I mean, Hawaii is amazing, and like, yeah, the air when you like, s- like mm-hmm. you take a a deep breath the first time you step off the plane, it's like, it is humid, but it also smells like floral, and you know, it's beautiful, like sweet dirt. I don't yeah, know. Mm-hmm. that's the um, best I can describe mm-hmm. it. <laughs> it's like noticeable. And but then yep. like when you step off the plane here in Washington, it's a totally different feeling. I'm just like, the cedar uh, trees. Like, yeah, it's the cedar trees. You can yeah. like, mm-hmm. and you're like, and like the trees are different here. When we yeah. came, when we it's came back from are. New York, like when we were in New York, every time I go to New York, I'm like, wow, this place is amazing. Like I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it in New York so much. But when I go home to Seattle from New York, it's just like, wow. I can breathe. Yeah. <laughs> like, Even at the airport. It's just so much nicer, yeah. Which is like industrial area. Yeah. But like you still get that crisp like, ooh, look, the air is cold. It like, it like wakes you up. Mm-hmm. Like if even if I come home on like a red eye, I'm like, I can't go to sleep. The air mm. is so pure here. <laughs> My nose is so dry, but in a good way. <laughs> the first thing we'd always do is drive over Chinook Pass and then come back. And like right as you... You hit the hit the way coming back. You smell those cedar trees, mm-hmm. and you're just like, oh. I don't know. It's like <laughs> a euphoria. You're just like, yeah, this is home. Yeah, something about yeah. these stinking trees. <laughs> I love them so much. Yeah, like every time yeah. I come back mm-hmm. to Washington from somewhere, like I'll be I'll be other places and I'll be like, I feel like I could live here. Like this is a really cool place. And then I go back home. I'm like. I can't leave. Yeah. This is too good. Exactly. Yeah, I I was born in Nevada, but um whenever I would get off the plane in Nevada, especially if it was like in the summer, 
like you get off the plane and you're like you feel like you're still in the like the wash of the engine or something and then you're like oh no it's just how hot and like <laughs> gross it is outside so, so you like that no like i don't, the, I don't <laughs> like that don't like that yeah not a fan of uh what part of nevada by reno Oh. I was born in Gardnerville. How long were you there? There's only two places in Nevada you could possibly be Because I think like <laughs> yeah. everything else is just inhabitable. <laughs> oh, there's people out there. There's people um, out there. People under six feet under. <laughs> people that are lizards. <laughs> and you can drive out. You can drive out in the hills and... That's a whole experience. Oh. <laughs> I don't think I want to. Yeah. Have you ever seen Sounds that movie? Never mind. Put um, that out. So, so how long were you there for? Uh, I I was born there and then we moved away like six months. Oh, so you, born, you don't so. really have like a attachment to it. Why well, just have like? Listen, that's my... why he has asthma. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> Yucca Mountain. Um, all the uh, all my family on my dad's side is still there. Oh, okay. so I go back to visit. And Brian was there for a long time. Okay, mm. got it. So that's where you saw your first concert, right? Yeah. This is all like in Reno. Yeah. Now. yeah. Reno, yeah. That'd be a good place oh, okay. for a concert. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Voodoo Glow Skulls. Mm. I yeah. Now. We yeah. just listened to that episode again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was your first concert, Evan? It's Warp Tour. Wow. Oh. <laughs> I went in feet, two who, feet okay. deep. <laughs> oh, man. Who, who was headlining? I must know. What year was it? Who was headlining? I think it was 2010, 2011, maybe. Ooh, that's the heyday. That's so you had like May Day yeah. Parade, which they lasted like a year. Mm, they were yeah. never cool after that. Um, as as I lie dying, that was a big mm-hmm. one. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, was not a fan of them. Was not a fan. My we're... buddy went in the mosh pit and got punched in the face, <laughs> and I learned right away. <laughs> Don't go in that mosh pit. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you want to get punched in the oh, face. Which, like, you know, he had a black eye. Like, oh, like that's straight up. Real. So that sounds like a hardcore. He got ripped, like, broke his glasses, almost oh. went to his eye, punched in the face. Yeah, that Listen, would turn me off. Too. The, yeah. <laughs> the vans don't mess around. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're off the wall. They're off the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then we watched this band this time next year. Which are actually really cool. Okay. They're a really good band. Um, mm-hmm. They played the song Alex in Wonderland that I really like. That to me is like my first concert song because I did not like As I Lay Dying. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we watched Mayday Parade, which was just a bunch of people crowd surfing. I mean, it was ridiculous. Mm. You would go to the front, crowd surf, walk to the front, crowd surf, <laughs> walk to the front, crowd surf. I mean, crowd surf back back because oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. So that's peop- how it works there are people up front that were like if you crowd surf forward you got kicked out ah, so um, okay that makes sense to me you know but the guy would like he drank out of his monster energy drink and spit on oh. the crowd oh. Oh. Like, oh. that's gross so it that's was very, that's very 2010 uh, it was it was not cool like, i'm not liking that as i lay dying such how dumb i was at 19 i thought it was so cool he walked on the stage, hawked a loogie, <gasps> spit it like 20 feet in the air, literally walked 10 feet down the stage and caught it. And his- what? <laughs> that is so cool. But now as an adult, I'm like, that is disgusting. That's pretty That's- impressive, though. Okay. I mean- <laughs> on it, that, is, that is impressive, but it's also like... I'm holding back a gag reflex. That's yeah. so disgusting. He practiced this for days. You know, he yeah. practiced that. Yeah. So... I don't know. Wait, that's my tell first you concert. That? <laughs> 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 you know, someone has a practice. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 
Um, and then we watched Pierce the Veil, which was really good. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like Pierce the Veil. Um, I actually got a CD signed by them. They're pretty cool dudes. Mm. And then um, I think that was it, honestly. Like, Warp Tour. So much is going on. Mm. You stayed at the maid stage? No, I went to a bunch of different oh, okay. stages. I kind of followed my buddies. Um, I just remember at the end of it, like, we bought like a $30 elephant ear. <laughs> I like that you remember it. <laughs> because we were super hungry. And I don't know why we spent 30 bucks for an elephant ear. Yeah. But I was, I was like, and that was the end of Warp Tour. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're stuck on the price. You're like, this is I was good. Like, 30 bucks? That is, that's insane. Yeah, that is for insane. For a fried piece of dough. I would never yeah. forget that. With some cinnamon and no, sugar on crazy. it. That's crazy. We were so hungry. We just wanted it. So How was I, it? You know, it was pretty good, but it wasn't worth 30 bucks. No, <laughs> no. even splitting that is insane. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was only like, my buddy, yeah. we split it. And oh, man. I think was it, it was like from a $15 elephant huge? eel. Here. Nope. Normal elephant was ear. Was it like laced with I think it, Adderall or something? No. Like, what? I think it was from the Pierce the Veil concert. There was a bit of purple smoke around, and okay. I didn't know. This was literally my first concert ever. Yeah. I went with his parents, believe it or not. Oh, but, wow. Wow. Do not go to a warp con warp tour concert. It was the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is not a good place to be. <laughs> Especially with parents, I imagine I would just be scared that my par- uh, like any parent would be watching me the whole time. I would like, be scared that my parents would be like, "Let's go." Yeah. Well, exactly. I mean, my yeah. parents would never be. Sorry, but it's true. I was in the concert, and even halfway through, I was like. What is that guy doing? Yeah. I don't want to be around that guy. Because <laughs> <laughs> that is every single guy you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> what is she doing? <laughs> yeah, it was. I wouldn't go to up to her concert again. <laughs> my last my last concert was Jack Johnson. <laughs> Your last concert was what? Jack Johnson. <laughs> I went with the family. Oh that tells God. you how far I've gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh I imagine God. I imagine a Jack Johnson concert is just like everyone peacefully sitting like cross-legged in a yeah. lawn. The That's worst thing you saw was like a, a lady in a bikini and they all went to the front of the concert where they sat, sat in front of Jack Johnson. And But all the family is just like, we literally sat on blankets and just yeah. chilled. Yeah. I Jack feel like, like you can safely have babies at a Jack Johnson concert. Oh, what? Like bring babies. Not, no, not, <laughs> yeah, I mean like bring babies wow, to Allison, it. What Jack have... Johnson concerts are you going no, to? No, I mean, I mean, honestly though, if you were in labor at a Jack Johnson concert, you'd probably be fine. <laughs> probably be fine. Yeah. He'd probably help probably you through a bunch the birth. Of doctors yeah. there. <laughs> he he probably he did he does do that like Louis thing too though, doesn't he? Mm. Louis thing? What do you mean? Where he spits it up in the air and then catches it. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, no, I do. No, no, no. I think he actually invented that move. I think that's like an oh original gosh. Jack Johnson. That's an original Jack yeah. Johnson. The Jack Johnson I know makes banana pancakes for everyone. I'm gonna spit this loogie up in the air and then by the time I run across the stage and catch it, you're gonna have had your baby. So. <laughs> what was that? When was Jack Johnson? Oh, you know that was probably probably like 2015. Oh, okay. I went with, that was your last concert. Yeah, like okay. it, it was, it was, it was like middle of Cambodia, I guess. Oh, okay. We went with a family, and they had like kids that, and they were super good about choosing concerts that were people weren't so. Yeah, not were, were you were at Cambodia? In no, no, Cambodia? no. We went to the Gorge. Okay, okay. So it was great. I love the Gorge. Say. 
at Warp Tour at the Gorge is very different from Jack Johnson at the Gorge. Yeah, I'll just I say that. <laughs> very different uh, environments. Yeah. <laughs> that does sound very like peaceful and relaxing. Though. Yeah, actually, yeah. Jack Johnson, in all honesty, like one of the best concerts I've been to. If you're going yeah. to just chill mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. sneak in rum and cokes. Watch. Yeah. Jack Johnson. Yeah. yeah. People watch too. When yeah. The Gorge is like a watching. beautiful venue. Mm-hmm. So He's there almost every year too. He just mm. he comes. Yeah. And he, but the thing is is you see like his kids on like his kids you'll you'll see him walking with his kids behind stage yeah. and his wife and then he just goes up and performs and then he's done and you see him walking with his kids and his wife back to the trailer like hmm. he's just like Family a normal man. super normal dude. That seems oh, yeah. like the so, right way to, to be a musician. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He lives so. in Hawaii, so when I was in Hawaii for those nine months, he had a concert, I swear, every two weeks. Yeah. Like, there'd be a Jack Johnson concert somewhere. Mm. I never went to one just because I felt... It was one of those things where I was like, well, he plays every other week. Like, I'll see mm. him eventually, but I never did. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I had a Jack Johnson stint for sure, mm-hmm. especially yeah. after that one album. I remember that because... Um, I was being very snobby about it, but you were recommending Jack Johnson to me, and oh, I was yeah. like, "No." I stand by. I it. was like, "Uh, no." Like, and he was like, Jack "No, no, Johnson no. You gotta listen to like lyrics. this one album. This one album is actually like really good." And I was like, "No," and I still haven't listened to it. So I'm sorry. <laughs> I had a my friend that introduced me to it loved him so much that he quoted one of his songs on stage <laughs> in one of his talks. He was oh like, my god! Where in did t- all the good t- people go? Oh my god! <laughs> you know we live in paradise. Paradise with uh, concrete. Are you, to, listen, are you trying to quote Jack Johnson? Quote it? No, I didn't listen to it. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh! And you're not like even quoting the a, right song. You're a parking about lot? Par- no, that's not Jack Johnson. It's not put up a parking lot. It's not Jack Johnson. Pay Paradise. Pay Paradise to put up a parking lot. Yeah, that is not Jack Johnson. Oh my gosh! He probably covered that. I, it I don't even think Wait, he covered it. it? I, it's not Jack Johnson. <laughs> yeah, no, on. no, for sure it's Hold not. On. It's Are like sure? Carly Simon You're or something. 100% positive. sure. You're not... positive? Yeah. That song was like around when he was born. Yeah. That's an old song. And he wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> um, hold but... on. No, no, no. You're not moving on yet. <laughs> you, <laughs> really hold think, on. you really think well, you know? Like, yeah. Hey, if you're wrong, can you make me another drink? So <laughs> <laughs> yes or no? I know she's wrong. No, I'm sure that I'm wrong. I just, like, I'm confused. It's okay. Um, Evan, oh, we... wait, hold on. <laughs> no, we know. Evan, Evan <laughs> I got to ask, though. You probably get this a lot. It's Counting Crows. It's the same no, thing to me. No, it's not. <laughs> it's no, Counting the same Crows. No, the version that I'm talking oh, okay, about. Okay, okay, but that's not the original. The version that I'm talking about, but it's not, it's not the original. And Jack Johnson and... Counting Crows are like the same thing to me. Oh, so. wow. Okay. No, Counting Crows is whining on a guitar. Jank Johnson is just talking about life on a guitar. Yeah. Oh. Agreed. Yeah. Similar, but yeah. different. Allison can't see those differences. <laughs> <laughs> what was your question? Um, how did you get your name? <sighs> yeah, that name Ebenezer. It's longer, though. You, you have know, like my, two middle I'm, names, right? My parents are pretty funny people. <laughs> you know, you, you you grow up not celebrating Christmas, so what do you do? Name your kid Ebenezer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my dad worked with a guy named Eben. 
Uh-huh. And he he took too far. My grandpa told him, like, if you're going to name your kid John, name him Jonathan. Yeah. The mm. idea is that when he Give goes to have a job, a job interview, he's going to say, I am Jonathan Dahl. Mm-hmm. And it's more respectable, right? Than Interesting. I'm Johnny. Yeah, right. No one can respect a Johnny. Johnny yeah. is just a partier. Yeah, I worked with the yeah. Johnny and all he did was party. Yeah, you've got like a <laughs> right. big tattoo of a teardrop on your eye. <laughs> right, right. You're a nickname yeah. for ACDC on your forearm. <laughs> but uh, so my dad went, well, I work with a guy named Eben, so I'll name Ebenezer. And my grandpa, <laughs> coincidentally, my grandpa was like, no, if you name your child Ebenezer when he's 15, I will go and change his name to John. So <laughs> my dad named me Ebenezer, but unfortunately my grandpa passed away before he could change my name Whoa. to John. Oh, <laughs> he was no. dead set on doing it. Yeah. Yeah, he was dead set. Yeah. Oh, he was so mad. My name was Ebenezer. Because, you know, growing up, you don't celebrate Christmas and you got a kid named Ebenezer. Like, come on, man. Yeah. So um, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe they were being funny. I don't know. But. You know, I was never made fun of it at school. Like, no kids could make fun of it. Like, Ebenezer Scrooge. And I'd be like, I was I really original. <laughs> yeah. And you were so good at making fun of me. Yeah. yeah. Did they do that? Your name's no? Harry. I can make a lot of, I can make a lot of funny <laughs> jokes out of your name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounds very specific, oh, Evan. Shout, <laughs> shout out to Harry. Whoever <laughs> yeah, you are. It's okay. He grew up to be Harry Styles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Harry Styles. <laughs> Got hey, get over Kendall Jenner, am I right? Right. Yeah. Sure. Are you? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they dated at some point. I don't know. Mm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so do you You like your name? I do, yeah. 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 I don't know if I'd rename a child after me, per se. Maybe just Eben. Eben. But um, mm-hmm. not Ebenezer. Because you, you can be like, like Eben Flow. Yeah, right. 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 Flow. Do you ever, what do you say? What do you say? When people, Middle when you name say, flow. When you say. <laughs> sounds bad. First really... name, Eben. <laughs> Middle <laughs> name, Flow. 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 Flow, yeah. slow. I don't know. I just feel like Ebenezer is like a really Jewish name. I'm not Jewish at all. I'm 100% mm. Norwegian. Uh-huh. You should have named me Bjorn. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Bjorn Ebenezer. <laughs> So I don't know. I maybe you should change your name way, to Bjorn but... Benizer though, yeah. for real. Um, so. I think it's I like I, it's good to have like a unique name though. Because yeah. what do you say? What's your go-to like when you're like, my name's Eben? People are like, huh? Oh, they always are like Evan. I'm like Eben. This they're like happened upstairs. Eben? I'm like, yeah. You gotta Ebenezer, get and they're like, then they get it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they, but they don't forget me. They're like, yeah. oh, yeah, I knew a guy named Ebenezer once. I, yeah, no, I don't know anyone else. For, and I probably never mm, will know anyone else real, named Ebenezer though, until the resurrection. For I, real. Looked, I looked it up. The only guy with that name Ebenezer was a 97-year-old man in North Dakota. Ah, uh, that was Ebenezer Scrooge. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> the and he did hate Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, it's true. Now, um, I think you should try when you say Eben. And they're like, what? You should try like ebb and flow. I'll try that. I'll try that next time. Ebb and flow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then they're going to think his name like, is ebb and flow. Or they're like, well, we're not sailors. They're we not going to forget it. Tides. <laughs> they're not going to forget it. Because like literally every time I say my last name, Blackford, I have to say, and at first when I was younger, I thought it was corny, but like I have to say it or else people don't understand. They try to overcomplicate it. I'm like, not a white Chevy, but a black Ford. I'm like, okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Like, what, do, what is confusing about the name? Blackford? I don't know. People go Blackford. Blackfoot, Black Sword, Delac Sword. 
Yeah. What? Yeah, they try to like Blackfoot? it can't can't and just be Blackford black Ford. Is not that I don't look weird. native. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, usually this is over the phone. So. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Black Ford. Interesting. Not a white Ford, but a black white Ford. Black Ford. That's good. That works. I'm gonna try this Evan Flow. I'll tell you how it works out. Yeah, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> Evan Flow. Don't blame me if it goes bad. <laughs> Eben, what's your second song you have for... Or no, what's your third song you have for us? Nope, second. Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he only played one song. Oh, no, we are one hour in. <laughs> running along. Wow, okay. Um, oh, what's your second song? I have a second song. I'll do one one that my butt, my buddy told me to learn on guitar. A long oh, time in okay. high school. It was Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd. Oh, yes, ah. this is the first song I ever learned how to play on guitar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, both of you. So we. It's it, a great I, one. It's a good. It's so easy to play, but yeah. it's so. But it's so good. Such a good song. Yeah. I don't know why. I mean, like you can get more, more detailed and complicated with the song if you want to, but just like mm-hmm. general chords. I mean, what you play? A, I think it's a G, C. It's an A minor. I, I think that's even, it. I, I don't, don't even think you do A minor. I think it's just G and C, and you just buy mm-hmm. and a D maybe. Do you play at all? I only know how to play certain songs. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't play. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, are you a mechanic? I can get my car started again, but I don't know how to fix it. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny about Pink Floyd is I had not listened to Pink Floyd until my buddy told me to learn the song. Oh yeah. Yeah, we done like this. We had a super cool teacher in school. He he was like, I'll pick any subject, do a project on it. So we did one on Jimi Hendrix, which in high school, Jimi Hendrix, probably not a good subject to do because of what <laughs> it's associated with. Yeah. I learned so much about Jimi Hendrix, loved his music. Um, and then we went into Bob Marley, and then my buddy was like, you need to learn Pink Floyd. And that's mm. where, I, where I was introduced okay. to this. Did you go into like a, did you just like dive into all their catalog or just kind of like stick yeah. with a buddy of mine at the time, he was really into Pink Floyd too, mm. and he gave me this album. It was, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but man, it was as acid rock as you could get. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if I'm into this so much as in I'm like mm. more the blues side, you know, like uh-huh. Red House. And, was it The Wall? Um, it wasn't The Wall. Well, he gave me an album from Jimi Hendrix, and it was oh, uh, okay. Okay. the Jimi Hendrix Experience, and that one was, mm. whoa, yeah. really mm-hmm. into it. But, um, yeah, so I kind of was like, I like Jimi Hendrix to this point. This point's too much. And then mm. he showed me this Pink Floyd, and I just loved it. That was the sweet spot. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Discipline it remains mercifully. Yes, and um, neither would you, Derek, this star I'm not familiar with Pink Floyd at all. It's all about the feeling. Mm-hmm. They build it up layers. Gotcha. It's production, Nick. Yeah, ever you heard of it? About it? It's supposed to be in like, it's only in my right ear. Yeah. Okay. Wow, I Nick. Think, this is how think... unfamiliar I am with Pink really? Floyd. <laughs> It'll pop up in the left ear in a second. <laughs> okay. Don't worry, Nick. <laughs>
That's all you think you could tell Heaven from hell Blue skies from pain Can you tell a green field From a cold steel rail A smile from a veil Do you think you can tell How old I was? Was there like an unspoken thing of like, if you're 16 years old and you want to learn how to play guitar, this is the song? Maybe. <laughs> All that crap I was flipping, I'd never heard the beginning of this song either. Mm-hmm. I really think it like elevates the song too. takes you back to 16 years old and what is a 16 year old Eben thinking at that time I was really trying to determine where I was in terms of friendships and so forth Mm. who I was and so this this is pretty integral in terms of the the music and the people I was with at the time Um, yeah like the pinnacle pink floyd song because this is number one on the spotify and i've never heard this song before. oh really yeah <laughs> yeah i would have thought you'd heard like comfortably numb or some other one yeah i thought like... comfortably numb would be number one mm-hmm. yeah this is number one and uh the one with um the great gig in the sky i think is like the one i know oh mm-hmm. i don't i don't know that one uh i should listen to more pink floyd yeah. Well, apparently this song is number one because like every single sixteen-year-old that's ever existed <laughs> is listening to the song over and over again. They all know it on guitar. It on guitar. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I know time. I know money. Right. Yeah. I think I know the wall. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Gig- you know, Greg in the Sky game. Mm-hmm. It's the Do one I? with the uh, cor- uh, chorus and the very strong voice. How's it go? Uh, honestly, I kind of would actually would like to play it. Because I'm in the same boat as you, Gabe. I feel like Pink Floyd is definitely a band I've been sleeping on. There's definitely a stigma attached to it from when I was in high school. I felt like a lot of, like, 
Stoners. Kids that were learning how to play guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Musicians. Yeah. What, uh, kind of like they wear the, that, like, um, Dark Side of the Moon t shirt. Oh, you know? right. You right. right. do it backwards. Yeah. If you play the same time the lion roars or the Wizard of Oz, it actually, like, syncs up perfectly <laughs> to the, the Dark Side of the Moon. But the Great Gig in the Sky. It's such a powerful song. And this song, I think, for sure, is like what will get me to listen to more Pink Floyd. I always forget about it, though. But we featured it in a, in a, in a movie that Julian and I made. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this the sword song? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot like the song that Eben played, this has like a build up to like a very, um, like, uh, what's the word? Epic. Epic moment, I guess. And I am not frightened of dying. Anytime I do, I don't want It's weird that they're from England, right? I think so. It's, it's a weird. bit weird, yeah. It is weird. I picture a bunch of stoned Americans. Yeah. 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 Americans Good love old boys. this, man. But yeah, it's, uh, it's coming up right here. Julian solo. <laughs> this ring any bells? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is all it is. There's no lyrics. It's a lot of yelling. But Pink Flood as a band, is that mean something to you or the thing is is <clears throat> when I learned of Wish You Were Here, I didn't realize the significance of it at the time. Um I saw it'd be a cool fun song to learn I learned my first song I learned was was Damn It by Blink-182 <laughs> yeah. it's so easy That's to play fast. and then next thing you know I'm learning this yeah. well, unfortunately I mean maybe eight, month, eight months later we had, we'd lost that friend he, he died okay. and so um, that song took on a whole different meaning at that time mm, so you're like yeah. you know 16, yeah. 17 you lose one of your best friends you're like that's heavy stuff so yeah. So that's one reason this song, um, I don't know, when it comes to playing guitar, it just, it's very, uh, something that really touches me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oof. I mean, the song title, Wish You Were Here. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yep. Yeah. Very connective to what mm-hmm. you're going through at the mm-hmm. time. <laughs> yeah. 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 But. It's one of those things where if it was written in a movie, you'd be like, well, this is a little too obvious, right? Right. <laughs> right. A little on the nose. On the nose. But in real life, mm-hmm. that happens sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Nick, what does this song mean to you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no friends dying. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. That's good. That's yeah. very good. It's probably good, yeah. Fortunately, fortunately. Uh-huh. I don't really have, like, Deep connective tissue to this, but um, I do appreciate. I, I feel like Pink you Floyd do. <laughs> I appreciate Pink Floyd now, even though I haven't really listened to him. But like, uh, I, I bought this like case of cassettes, <laughs> and Pink Floyd was one of them. And I was like, "Ooh, I'm gonna keep that because I know that's gonna be good." 
to listen to later. But um, this is, a, this is a really good whiskey album. You just drink whiskey oh, and listen yeah. to it. Mm, that's a good yeah. point. That's a good I, tip. I bought this album out of a, Uncle Roy's in Yelm. His grandpa died, and he had all these old albums. Uh-huh. So he brought them in, and he sold them for two bucks a piece. And nice. I bought. Still had the stickers, the original stickers, nice. in it and everything. Wow. Like a like a uh, CD. Or a it was an actual vinyl. Oh, a vinyl. Oh, like from wow. the original vinyl. Yeah. Oh, wow. so you With had the a sticker, original you had a stickers on it. Yeah. Wow. That's like, probably like worth something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, us with 18s, we stuck them on stuff. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, it's a really good album to just listen through and just, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Even better if you listen to it backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's backwards, is it? It's just like you play at the same time. Oh wait, Wizard no, I'm sorry. What's the what's the backwards album that, that people Beatles album or something? It's a Zeppelin album. album or something. I think it's a Zeppelin album. Yeah. Never mind. You know, it makes no sense. No. <laughs> that sounds just like thinking up stuff. Acid trips. Mm-hmm. People just making it up. Oh boy, Pink Floyd. I think that's the first time someone played Pink Floyd, unless Jeremy played one. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. That's first Pink Floyd. I was afraid because I thought it'd be too mainstream. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I'd never heard the beginning of that song. Nick Listen, has never heard Lady that song. I played Lady Gaga on my, on my episode. Nothing so. is, nothing's out of bounds on this <laughs> no, podcast. Yeah. I mean, you be. were the first. So, All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. And people find some good stuff. Where did you get, like, I mean, we got a taste of it, but where did your musical taste come from specifically? Like, if you were to... Yeah, if you, can, if you can boil it down to one person or one artist, like that you were introduced to by like a person, it's like that uh, kind of shaped what I listened to. Honestly, it would be my mom. Yeah, and the reason being is, I show you the picture. Like I was in band, I played the saxophone, I was in jazz band. Oh, what? Straight to saxophone? Ooh. No Straight clarinet. To saxophone. No, oh, my, wow. You don't tell my mom what to do. She just does. Whoa, <laughs> Julian, your mom is slacking. I she was thought... like, I'm, I'm not going to waste money on a clarinet. I'm just going to go. You had to play right. clarinet first. Nope, nope. That's how it's you just, do it. My son's going to learn they saxophone. Say, they say, Oh, you might want to start with the clarinet. The and they're like, no, no, <laughs> give me the sax. And um, I was like, this picture, man, it's glorious. But um, so, I, yeah, I was like in band and jazz band. All my brothers and sisters were in jazz and band and everything. And then um, later I was actually in a boy's choir, believe it or not. Wow. Yeah. I sang like it. <laughs> quarterly we'd sing at the lutheran church wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> i'd sing these like i wouldn't sing them uh everyone else would sing these like lutheran choros and i would just read harry potter i'm gonna read my <laughs> sorcerer's stone <laughs> oh yeah my man yes. they were messed up but um they uh yeah so uh, that's kind of like i had this really interesting time growing up where we just did everything musical and that's really cool as a freshman i was mighty mouse on the stage here i come to save the day you know (laughs) jumping around in yellow tights and wait wait what (laughs) wait a minute (laughs) that's like the andy kaufman bit (laughs) well you know like like mighty mouse right right yeah uh that's i was asked to play this character in a bit on our choir and uh, I was Mighty Mouse, and I jumped around in yellow tights. I was like, here I come to sing. I have no idea what you're for talking choir. about. What are you talking yeah. about? For choir. What's my so you would sing a song, yeah, too? Yeah, we sing a song. So would you do like a solo, or? 
I was the solo. I was Mighty Mouse. What? And then the other guys would sing the other songs about Mighty Mouse. The other what? Party. Yeah. That's so. interesting. Guys, what is I feel like I Mighty have the, the biggest insight into this. All right. Here, here's the picture. This is gold, guys. I was a real lady killer. <laughs> wow. I like the watch too. Yeah. Nice. So we got is that a Evan. Casio? <laughs> Casio. So how Man, old were you nice. at this time? Like probably seventh grade. What's that background? Seventh grade. You know, it's the 90s, man. That's like that blue velvet. That blue velvet, yeah. (laughs) Oh, okay. 12 or 13-year-old Evan with his saxophone and gold watch, it looks like. Gold watch. is gold. (laughs) Braces. Can you you send that to Nick so that we can put that? Yeah, I I will send that to you guys. (laughs) Can we put that on Instagram? Uh You're fine. You can do that. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm more interested in this Mighty Mouse. So Mighty Mouse was a cartoon. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. He was essentially just a strong mouse, and he like exactly what uh, Evan was saying. Here yeah. I come to save okay. the day. Do you, do you know I about know, the Andy I, Kaufman bit though? I didn't know no. about the Andy Kaufman bit. He did this. That's why I'm wondering if like maybe your like choir teacher was like really liked Andy Kaufman because Andy Kaufman would come out and just be like super awkward the whole song. But would only lip sync the part was like, here I come to save the day. Oh, he did that on an SNL. Yeah. Oh. yeah okay. I think that's what I know the here I come to save the day thing from, but I don't know anything about this mouse. Like this rings absolutely no bells <laughs> oh, for me. Oh, the mouse right there. Were you dressed like that mouse? Yeah, I had yellow tights on. I matched the whole bit. I looked like Mighty Mouse. Wow. I was a like... super scrawny kid too. Like they had me like jump up on some guy's back and like jump in the air and they caught me this is insane (laughs) but this was like the production value of your middle school is is incredible but i'm just like what you went to middle school in what year would this be like well see this was freshman year so i was probably how was that i graduated 2010 so i was like 2007 okay you know we had a really good choir teacher he was he was he was actually a doctor in music and he just he had this whole thing the cabaret do black light beetles and they'd all wear white gloves and they do wow. they would make smiley faces and they would do different things to the beetles and he was really creative he was Man. cultured like he was cultured this guy's yeah. blowing my mind yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's retired he's music now. He teacher. turkey yeah we gotta what? find this guy it sounds like <laughs> who is he, this man yeah. it does sound like no. he was doing like trying to replicate a andy kaufman bit but had like, kids he's, do like it. putting his own spin on yeah. it and he's, he's like, like mm-hmm. i'm gonna bring it back to actual <laughs> mighty mouth <laughs> yeah that's pretty cool so yeah i mean and a lot of that did come from my mom she uh and it in turn came from my grandparents because they wanted all the kids to learn an instrument and to to learn and appreciate music and so and that's one thing, it's weird, when you actually learn music, you can almost listen to everything and be like, whoa, that's really hard, the way yeah. they did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and even if you don't like the music, like you'd be like, oh, that sounds terrible. You can still appreciate, like, I can see how that was hard to do. And yeah. so that, I don't know, that's something that, of all of that, that's what I've, I've come to appreciate, is that uh, music, it is an art form, and but then also... In probably any genre, I can find something I like, yeah, and, yeah. and, and mm-hmm. can appreciate, and almost and, and kind of take in, and like really feel something towards. Yeah, that's really cool. Well, when did you stop playing music then? <laughs> yeah, when did I stop? <laughs> so unfortunately, when I moved out to Yelm, our music department—it's a country town. Mm. Like everybody went into shop, no one went into band. Uh, so yeah. I had a band of like eight people. Uh, okay. And by like junior year. I was like, 
at that point I was like, why am I wasting my time? Like I'm not, I'm not actually progressing as in, as in, in learning saxophone. I'm not going to continue this. Mm -hmm. And so I started taking other classes instead. So that's mm -hmm. when I stopped playing saxophone. And then later I, I learned guitar a bit. Um, but then, you know, life happens. You, yeah. you graduate high school, you start working, you get a girlfriend, then you're married. <laughs> and then all of a sudden music just goes on the back burner because right. you're too busy and that's yeah, kind of really. what happened i only just recently started picking up the guitar again okay yeah. acoustic yeah just acoustic and i mean it's like i feel like i'm relearning the thing i'm like it sounds terrible and my thank god my wife is so patient <laughs> so you just gotta relearn wish you were here and then there you go, there go. start from the yeah. beginning all good yeah <laughs> that's really cool though let's get into your third pick eben yeah, so for my third pick, I chose, um, have you heard of the Teskey Brothers? No. Yeah, so these guys are pretty awesome. The song is I Get Up. These guys are out of Australia. You'd uh, never guess it. You would You would never guess it. I Get Up, you said? Mm-hmm. Okay, so. This is one of their most famous songs, but I think this album only came out like three years ago. Put us in a, put us in a mindset for this song. Why did you choose this? Where are you at with this song? What I like about this song is, you know, we, we just come back from Cambodia. So this is recent. Like, you know, crap kind of hits the fan. And you're like, Whoa. Well, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> the Rona, right? <laughs> but, um, the what? <laughs> I just like it because I think um, something about this song always hits me where it's just kind of like, and you'll, you'll hear it, you'll see, mm -hmm. but it's kind of like whatever comes your way, it's just like, yeah, there's disappointments, like, some things in life suck, but just keep going on. Hmm, and it's very um, Australian. It, it, it is, but like, and I think that's just is very real because in life, you know, you have good times, you have bad times. It doesn't matter where you are in life. It doesn't matter if it's COVID or not. But um, the point is, is just you know, you got to stay positive and you got to just keep going on. Because if you mm -hmm. just lay on the ground and whine about it, you don't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. And so this song is, is really, really good about that. Tryna just get back When you get broken down again It ain't because you didn't try I try to count the days That I've been disappointed So many all times It gets disjointed But it's hard Trying to make a living When you get down again you just keep giving Every time I get up Something come and bring me down I get so low sometimes Make my way, but it wasn't enough. Desire burns when you 
dreams are those two times. See what you mean about not thinking it's a. Uh, Australian. Not, uh, yeah, Australian. Yeah. <laughs> this sounds like it came straight out of like the southern mm-hmm. United States. <laughs> a bunch of white boys. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. really? Wow. Mm-hmm. But um, this also this also this music also sounds like a like maybe an album that you uh, sip some whiskey to. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You totally. a fan of whiskey? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you listen to as like just like something doesn't go right. And mm-hmm. just like <laughs> listen to this. Like I don't and know, maybe a, a cope, like a pandemic. <laughs> doesn't go right. Things <laughs> not right. Something. It's a bad day at work. Can't yeah. yeah. go my way. And, this yeah. two years. And unlike a young Ebenezer, I do love these horns. <laughs> <laughs> not too loud. Yeah, they're good. They're good volume. Are, do you know anything about this band? I know that they, the last two albums they've released have been really been the last three years. I think this is 2017, mm-hmm. this one, and the other recent one was 2019. And they're still touring in Australia despite COVID. But um, the one impressive thing about this album is you know when you listen to an album and you'll skip a song because you're like, ah, it doesn't fit the feel. Right. Mm-hmm. Each of these albums, when you're really into it, you won't skip a song. They build so well off of each other. And mm-hmm. and the emotions they elicit, it's like, I don't know, they're like so pure. It's like, this isn't a happy song, mm-hmm. but you feel happy listening to it. Yeah. Even though it's about some song, and you're like, oh, you're right. Yeah, oh. it kind of does suck. <laughs> but I can be happy at the same time, so let's just forget the suck. And yeah. and that's that's what I love about music is it can do that instead of just bringing out the melancholy. It can actually sort of be rehabilitative. In that yeah, way. for yeah. sure. I know. I think Gabe said something about like. Did you say something about like this? This is a song that you kind of listen to when you've had a bad. Something doesn't. Uh, go something right. doesn't go your way, mm-hmm. but like. And like I guess sipping on whiskey is kind of like a sad thing to do, <laughs> but so there's something about that scenario of like, man, I had a really like rough time, and you just sit down and you listen to something that's like, yeah, you did have a rough time, mm-hmm. but also it's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't. There's something about this this kind of music that makes you feel that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know why I was just thinking of like, you know, just writing something like that the guy was probably processing something. Right. <laughs> and it's probably made for people to just like listen to and process and just like, yep, that didn't work, but <laughs> uh, moving on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's mm-hmm. a very powerful thing. Like if if something can make you do that in life, it's something like worth listening to or holding on to or mm-hmm. following. Yeah, it's funny. We wish to watch that Netflix about Bob Ross. Have you, have you seen that yet? No. Uh-uh. Oh man, you got to watch it. It's amazing. But it it goes through Bob Ross and then all the things that happen. And it doesn't say anything bad about Bob Ross, but it mentions this point where he's like, you know, it mentions where he lost his wife and she was kind of like the light to his world. And he, he then it cuts to this scene where he's painting on set on TV, and he mentions how his painting is a little darker than normal because of the emotions he's dealing with. And he's like, but that's okay. And he, and he's Bob Ross. He's like, happy little accident. You know? <laughs> <laughs> happy little darkness. <laughs> but I think that's cool. That's something cool about music or just art in general is like you can see a person. This is weird how the brain can take that 
whatever emotion, whatever you want to put it on, just actually visualize it and put it on a canvas or yeah. into music. And then you can feel that too, but then it can also help other people. Like, oh, yeah. I'm feeling that same thing. And you can, it's just such an amazing, yeah, I amazing think thing. Yeah, that just really rings true because like with your if you're painting or making music like you recognize like oh they're going through something but man this sounds really good Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. they go through something but like i get it you see the darkness Mm -hmm. and the beauty and you're like Mm -hmm. but um like the beauty is really good like so it it just really shows you the way out like if you without interacting with art or music or something you can get through things but you know, it, it it can help I mean, to see like, oh, this person is dealing with something probably way worse than me, and this is you know this is the outcome of it, something beautiful. It's uh, Gabe's rain, rain stick, stick. <laughs> <laughs> in the background. Don't mind I, turn, that. I turned it over for effect on that yeah. little soliloquy. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like you can you can get through it with grace almost. So there's some chunks in my rain stick. Right <laughs> <laughs> a little hail in there. A little hail balls. Uh, I've never heard of the Teskey Brothers. T E S K K E Y. T E S K Brothers. Yeah, it is. It's T E S K Brothers. Um, my wife actually found them. She was. We've been doing a lot of stuff on YouTube, just watching covers, and she found um, one band, which was like St. Paul and the Broken Bones. Mm-hmm. And then it sent us to the Teskey Brothers. And I love St. Paul and the Broken Bones, but I like the Teskey Brothers more. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. And um, afterwards, man, they're probably one of my favorite bands now. Oh, wow. I mean, it's okay. been awesome. Yeah. Got to add them to cool. like a playlist. I got to add them to like a rainy day playlist. They'd be cool. They'd be cool to see too. Yeah. yeah. It seems like if they toured or something. We've got a friend in Australia. We really want it. Like we've, when we were overseas, like we were super close with her. Like, oh yeah, we had right. a bad day. We'd be like, "Phoebe, come on over," and <laughs> and she would just, I don't know, it's just everything about her was just awesome. We could just be ourselves. We, the kind of person that you invite, and you're still in your pajamas yeah. and you don't care, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you watch Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, so were you in? Uh, you were in Cambodia. Was in but Cambodia. Wait, yeah. Where was she from? She's from Australia. Oh, okay. So I'm, I'm. One day, hopefully, we can go to Australia. We can see her and we can see the Tusky Brothers. Now we make fun of Australians a lot on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> really? We always. They're, they're always never... stabbing each other. No, just... what? Really? <laughs> no guns, so they just no stab gun. each uh, other. Just a lot of stabbies. <laughs> England and Australia. We always just like whenever Australians come up, we just go. Go. <laughs> I think that's just. I you. think it's just a you game. <laughs> we all we all do that. But anyway, what I was what I'm trying to say is. They are like the best people to like meet traveling. The best. They are so people. cool. They're like Canadians, but they're not as prim and proper as English people. So yeah. they're cooler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. If you meet some Canadian, if not not Canadians, they're like Canadians, some... but they don't know what maple syrup is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so they're they could, cool. They could fight off a cobra and be fine. <laughs> <laughs> if you meet some Australians and you travels, hang out with them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They'll watch Mandalorian with you, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> In your pajamas. In your pajamas. No, yeah. pajamas. In pajamas. In your jammy jams. Oh, jams. Baby jams. <laughs> nice deco on your car. I can't do an Australian accent. Deco? That, yeah. I thought that was a Canadian thing. Uh, yes, it is. 
Listen, we don't have access to the Commonwealth, okay? <laughs> you don't have health insurance, is what you're saying. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, pretty much. Sorry, Gabe is a little obsessed with the Commonwealth. Yeah, a little, a little bit. I, I tell people to marry into the Commonwealth, and they don't got to worry about when That's they get what sick. I That's how done. you do it. Mm-hmm. Canadian, Englishman, marry, marry a native to whatever land, and uh, you're pretty good. New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, marry a New Zealander. Honestly, marry a Native American. New Zealand. I want to. I want to go to New Zealand so bad. Yeah, it's just sheep. It's just sheep. Just I sheep. like sheep. Sheep are cool. They I got like funny things. I got vaccinated. I am a sheep. Uh, and uh, a little American humor for you. God. God. You're a live sheep. Uh, well, thank you, Eben, yeah. for Thanks coming for on. Me. Yeah, that was a... Very, very chatty episode in like the best way. We, yeah, we, for we, sure. We kind of go t- more towards like playing more songs, but we only played three of yours. So cool. I'm glad you enjoyed it. It, it was yeah. good. I had fun. There was all stuff that we haven't like played before, too. So it's like, yeah. no, I like it when there's like no repeats on this podcast. Oh, like everybody brings something new. It's great. It's really cool. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Peace out.